0: Welcome to the Spine Talk Podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. And now, your host, Art Young.
1: Report that will interest anyone who has the incurable condition of scoliosis has been released by a French and Canadian team. Hi I'm Mark Young and with our, our guest today is an expert on scoliosis Dr. Samuel Biederman of the Texas Back Institute. Welcome Dr. Biederman. Thank you very much. You know to date, uh, the report noted uh, that we're going to talk about that, that many genes have been suspected of causing scoliosis among different populations but the gene that causes the familial form of the disease had remained unknown until these guys in uh, Canada uh, figured it out. And this discovery has enabled the identification of the first causative gene and represents an important step toward decoding its genetic causes. So let's start at the beginning. What is scoliosis?
0: Well, scoliosis is a curvature of the spine. It's actually a curvature with a rotational component of the spine that causes some asymmetry. Normally the spine is straight, allows us to stand upright, but in certain individuals, uh, that spine can start to twist and rotate and causes kind of a side-to-side uh, curvature. So that's what scoliosis is. It's really a description more of the pattern rather than the underlying cause. And there are several causes for scoliosis. The most common one is what we call, which is what we call idiopathic, which means we really don't know what the cause is.
1: Interesting. Well, and this research uh, kind of gets into that in terms of drawing some conclusions. I know you've looked at this. Uh, what is your opinion uh, of the of this research? Is it is it important or is it a first step of many more or, or what's your thoughts?
0: Well, I think it's both. I think it's important and I think it is the first step of many more. In, in many other um, causes of scoliosis, I think we have a much better understanding, but they're far rarer and this major category or major um, group of uh, patients that have scoliosis, which is the typical one we see in adolescents and mostly girls, uh, this has really kind of uh, been more elusive. It's been noted that there are um, family patterns, and in girls, uh, it's common that their mothers had scoliosis or their grandmothers. So we've always suspected a genetic link, but we really haven't been able to sort of put our finger on it, so to speak. And this really is a big advance because it identifies a specific gene that codes for, um, actually for a protein, but it is involved in a pathway and the steps along that will result in scoliosis. And actually, they've even looked at this in other animal models, actually in fish models, and and they've uh, shown that it does, that this mutation of the gene does cause scoliosis in other species.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you, and your colleagues at Texas Back Institute are on the cutting edge of this of this disease. What are the current professional attitudes or thoughts about the causes of scoliosis?
0: Well, we are on the cutting edge, but we really see it far downstream. So we see the effects of after years of progression of scoliosis getting worse and we treat it with surgery, and the goal of surgery is in general to stop the progression, to stop it from getting worse, and get it corrected back to an acceptable level. But this work here is cutting edge on a much more upstream part of it, is trying to identify beforehand those that can progress those that will develop scoliosis and maybe then start to design strategies to prevent the progression in the first place, so while we are on the cutting edge we 're really at the other end of the spectrum with correction and uh, repair rather than prevention
1: mm-hmm. are, are, are there any I know this you 're not a genetic researcher uh, but are there any other spine related diseases that that you think might be cured or at least understood better from the genetic research or treatment?
0: Well, there are actually, there's a lot of genetic components to what we see in curvatures or deformities of the spine. And most of them are not related to this, sort of this, this group of idiopathic um, uh, scoliosis. A lot of other conditions that have other manifestations can result in scoliosis. Uh, things, other you know, genetic abnormalities or chromosomal diseases, they have associated features such as um, people with short stature, um, and those are genetic components that can result in curvatures of the spine. So we see it a lot, but those are typically in the more atypical conditions. In this very common condition, you know, up until now, we really haven't identified specific genes, although we've had a... um, we've had an impression that it has you know there is a familial and a genetic component so really this is a big step forward because it identifies a specific gene for a very common condition that we see mm-hmm.
1: some medical experts uh, think that mapping the human genome uh, will have a transformative effect on medicine and I, I i'd love to know your thoughts is 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 this uh, genetic research and genetic treatment of uh, less understood diseases Anyway, is this, is this the wave of the future is it going to transform medicine
0: I, I think it is I think this is the next frontier uh, I think that there's a lot of information in the human genome that can provide us with uh, tools for preventing problems treating problems identifying problems in the future and so I think this is really truly the next frontier of medicine Um you know, mapping the entire genome obviously is a lot of work. I think there's going to be a lot of information that we're not sure what to do with, but I think clearly there's going to be a lot of good to
1: come from it. Dr. Samuel Biederman's been our guest today, and uh, as always, it's a pleasure having you, Dr. Biederman. Thank you very much. This was great. Absolutely. This is Art Young, and we'll talk again soon.